the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to The Better Life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Hi, good morning, everybody. This is Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston, and you are listening to The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. And it is a radio show and podcast and YouTube uh, meant to bring functional medicine and highlight some people in the community in uh, San Antonio and Bear County and around. And boy, do I have a great one for you today. I have Judge Yolanda Huff from the District Court, uh, Bear County District Court 12, and she was recently reelected. She's been doing a great Great job for many years, and she has been re-elected to the seat. And so she is on with me today, and we wanted to highlight a special event that she's got coming up, which I think is wonderful. But I think the main thing I want people to know and understand about you is your work and dedication to mental health yes. in San Antonio and Bear County. So tell me about you. Okay. Um, good morning, everyone, and thank you so much for having Absolutely. me this morning. Um, I love coming on. I love talking about the, the mental health court and what I do in that regard for the community. I I am Judge Yolanda Huff. I preside over County Court 12. It is a criminal misdemeanor bench, and I also preside of the Mental Health Court for Bear County. Wow, wonderful. <laughs> well, and so expanding on that, you what you, you were explaining to me before, kind of all the different areas yeah. that you cover, and all that it's not just mental health. I mean, you have a huge swath of people. Well, that let me you let me explain that to the audience with. because um, I was elected in 2018. Mm-hmm. I, I was sworn in on January 1 of 2019. I was just on the ballot um, November 8th, so I'm up for my second term. I won, and so in that bench, this up this a regular county court bench that. I do jury trials. I have court every day. But there is a program in that court. It's called mm-hmm. the Mental Health Court. And what it really is is a docket. So in Bear County, we have 14 of these. Some people call them treatment courts, specialty courts, drug courts. We do use those terms interchangeably. And what it is is that when people enter the judiciary with unique issues like alcohol, mm-hmm. drugs, mental health, mm-hmm. uh, even prostitution, juveniles. Uh, we even have two veteran courts. We have a CPS specialty court. And these programs, and I love educating them and letting the community know because they're, they're, they're wraparound services and they're designed to keep people out of the judiciary. I don't think that someone that has a mental health should be in jail. Right, and right. I, I, like I, when I speak to audiences, I'll often say, what do you do with a veteran that has served their country well, their back, they have PTSD, they're in trouble, they're causing, you know, maybe getting in fights with their significant other, drinking, drugging. Do we send someone like that to prison right. or do we truly help them get back on their feet? Wonderful. That's what those programs are designed for. So there, there are 14 of these courts all, you know, spread out over the district court level in the county, meaning felonies and misdemeanors. So I preside over misdemeanor mental health court. And this court has been up and running in Bear County for over 15 years. All of these programs have been up and running in Bear County for over 
20 years. And I'll, I'll tell the audience, guess what? You're paying for it. Mm-hmm. These are taxpayer-supported entities. You should know. Right. These programs keep people out of prison, but more importantly, they keep people out of uh, – they, they, they get people back on their feet and keep them out of the judiciary. Well, but, if you imagine – I apologize for yeah, interrupting but, you, but if you imagine anybody that you said you work with the misdemeanor more than felony, but I'm assuming that most people who, who have misdemeanors and, and repetitively eventually become felons. Yes, that, so that is so true. So I think you're true. in a more that, important yeah, spot to prevent that yeah, eventually. It, it, it is true. You know, like, like, it, like I'm, I'll give you a breakdown of what, what, how the mental health court works. So when someone gets arrested in Bear County, we have 15 county courts, mm-hmm. right? 10 district court, 10 felony on the criminal side, but 15 on the, on the criminal side. So two of those 15 are civil and they do nothing but handle 250,000 Wow. matters less, 250,000. That's civil. That's on the misdemeanor levels, two of those courts. Two of those courts do nothing but domestic violence. That's 13 and 7. And so that leaves 11 county courts. And when someone gets arrested, that person's case is randomly put into one of those courts. Now, if that person presents and they have a mental health issue, that judge, the prosecutor, the defense attorney, even the person themselves or someone in the family, we try to make it so easy. Hey, I'm bipolar. It doesn't even have to be that that person is even ever professionally been died. If they just think that's good enough for us, send them over. We'll get them. We'll get them properly diagnosed. We use the Center for Healthcare Services. They're our local mental health authority in Bexar County. Mm -hmm. Get them properly diagnosed and if they need medication, and then we'll deal with the substance abuse. So all those other courts can send those cases my way, just like I get cases, and I'll say this person has an alcohol problem. I'll send that case to the DWI court or the drug court or the domestic violence court. And so that's how you can like people say, but I'm not in your court. But just tell the judge that you know that you think you have a mental and you're interested in the mental health court that judge presides over. And then oftentimes they're often already being treated before they even plea in. So they have to stand before me and say, um, say for instance they're charged with a DWI or a family assault case or a prostitution. They want to come into the mental health court. They want true help because there is truly help in Bear County for those situations. So they're in the judiciary. They come in, they plea into my court. I give them a court date and then we're off and running. The program is 12 months long. Mm-hmm. One of the things they have to do is Every single day for 365 days, they have to call the UA call line. Wow. The UA means urine analysis. Yeah. Urine. So they have to call. And then if they're selected randomly, sure. they have to go and take this UA, right? Sure. And it teaches them stability and responsibility. Sure. And then they have to do group counseling, individual counseling, MRT classes, more recognition therapy, you know, get rid of the criminal thinking. I mean, it's a lot. Besides yes. seeing their case manager, you know, counseling, they must do counseling. I mean, and then they're seeing me. They're seeing me like, if they are not doing well, they, they, they'll see me as often as once a week. Wow. The better they do, the more I push them out, right? Mm-hmm. And then after all that 12 months and they've done very well. The case gets on the PT, because I run four dockets. The PTD docket is pretrial diversion, which means they're not even on probation. That means that the DA's office has agreed with me that this person doesn't have much of a criminal history. Sure. Like, say, for instance, like an 18 year old. Mm-hmm. He's diagnosed mm-hmm. with schizophrenia. Yeah. He's acting out in the family. He may have hit a stepdad. The family doesn't want that individual to go to jail. They want help for that sure. young man. Sure. So they can send him over to the mental health court. He's in the mental health court. And 
and the DA's office agrees that he can get PTD, which he's not on probation. But if that individual, that defendant, agrees to do this 12-month program in the mental health court, then after he successfully does it, the case gets, not only does the case dis- dismissed, it gets totally expunged from his record. That's so that's a true start. Right. And then I have a graduation ceremony, which is which what, is what they're, they're the graduation ceremony. About. So they're done. <laughs> exactly. And, and then, so in the, in the spring, in the, in the, in the winter, we have, we're coming up with the winter one. I have 33 people graduating. They have successfully completed this program. For a year. For a year. For, and it is hard. It I, is I do hard. not sugarcoat it. I tell them there is nothing in life worth having that is ever easy to obtain. Of course. If it was, it would be, everybody would be doing sure. it because they'll come. This is too hard, Judge. If I wanted to do my time in jail. Oh, no. You signed a contract. Just because it's hard doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. And I, and I keep pushing them. You can do this. You have it within you. You can do this. And I'll say, look at all those 33 people graduating. If they can do it, you can do it. Wow. You know, I, mean, I tell them that it's mandatory that they come to the graduation. I want them to see their colleagues. Right. And then we'll get some of the individuals that volunteer. They'll give testimonials of what this program has done for them, how it's changed their life. I mean, I do it up big. We have cap and gowns. We, right. we have the sit-down, you know, Bill Miller barbecue dinner. Yeah. We have, like, over 200 people there. Like, anybody listening is welcome to come to this. You've never witnessed a special court graduation ceremony. It is probably one of the most inspiring things you'll see in the judiciary. My Bring your goodness. box of tissues. I went to the, the veterans one. Oh my, I'm just crying because these veterans, you know, they're there and they've gotten themselves back on track yeah. and the VA partners with it. The judge that presides over it is a veteran himself. Sure. Everyone in that program are veterans from the case managers because see, I'm a judge. I'm not a clinician. Mm-hmm. I have a whole team of about 20 people. Mm-hmm. I have case managers. I have therapists. I have I have to have a defense attorney. I have to have a prosecutor. A pretrial bond officer. It's a lot. There's and a I have lot treatment that they're involved in this. And so I'll tell the individuals, if the doctor is telling you, because I can't make anyone take, you know, their prescribed medication. Sure. However, if the doctor is saying they need this, I'll tell them, you have a choice to make. You can take that medication or you cannot be in this program. Right. So you're not going to get to push, a, a, you, don't, you don't get to decide your own recovery. That's what they often when they come and show sure. up. Well, sure. I don't want to do, no, no, no. no. We're, this is not our first rodeo. Right. We know what we're doing over here, right? right? And then it kind of takes them a while to acclimate. And then because the program is different, I'll tell them, I don't want to punish you. This is not a punitive program. I want what you want. I want what your family want. You have a purpose. And that purpose is not to be in jail. You know, I want to help you get on your feet and start your path to where you should be. And I'll say that to the moms, the dads, like, if you don't build your foundation, you're building your foundation on seeking sand because you've got to take care of the mental health issue. You've got to take care of the substance abuse, right? I mean, it's a hard pill to tell an 18-year-old you're bipolar. Right. You've got to take medication or whatnot sure. for the rest of your life. Sure. They don't want to hear that, sure. you know? Mm-hmm. And society, this big stigma. Yeah, well, when right. I tell them sure. that, look... Mm-hmm. There is no stigma. We're about eliminating the stigma. There's nothing different. It's just another body part. If your arm was broke, you would go to the doctor. If you had diabetes, you would go to the doctor. Something is wrong with your head. You need to go to the It's just another body part. Someone tell me, no one has ever told me about that before. Right. And some of them are like 54, 60. They've never had treatment ever. Right. You know. But I mean, I am very blunt. I am very direct. I don't sugarcoat it. They know this about me, right? Sure. And I'll push them because to. they, it's they true. Yeah. I mean, I'll say to them, Look, um, you want the truth, and I'm here to give you the truth. Mm-hmm. I'm not because you know when you're living that life of drug and substance abuse, mm-hmm. it's about manipulation and lies, mm-hmm. and they're going to push that envelope. That's but right. I'm here. You're here with me now. We're going to have none of that. Right. You're going to get your life back on track. That's what this program is about. 
I am just lost in your passion right now. I am. That is so amazing. Because, you know, I get to see a lot of people who are, you know, somewhat motivated. I mean, they're not always fully motivated, but I'm in a very easy position. What you are doing is above and beyond. Well, yeah, because all of these judges that have these special codes, I, I, I wanted to bring my booklet. I did because I had a resource book that I give out to everyone in the community mm-hmm. that highlights every judge, every program, wow, okay. how, the contact. I'll, I'll give you. Please, I can send some please. to you. I give them out to anyone that wants it, right? And because I keep telling them, I am the judge. I consider it my responsibility as a judge, as the judiciary, to educate the community about the judiciary. Mm-hmm. These are taxpayer entities. Yeah. Courts yeah. have to be open to the public. I mean, it's such a mystery. People don't it understand. Is. You know, I, and, I, and I say, well, that's on us. I tell my fellow judges, we need to be educating the judiciary. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the stakeholders in this community, like you, mm-hmm. they'll say, I've never heard this program before. And I'm like, well, I'm here to tell you, I've been presenting, like, I present at least two or three times a week. Because you should know about should this know. program. Absolutely. And it's a lot of other stakeholders in the community, therapists, doctors, um, you know, partners in the community that deal with mental health that should know that, hey, what is the court system doing about people that have mental health? Right. And that's what I'm here to tell them that I think that that is truly I'm a servant of the people. My job is to serve, to be out here educating the community about these different programs and services in the judiciary. How wonderful. I know so, so many think that nobody is doing anything yeah. about mm-hmm. it. You know, you, you hear people talk. Yeah. I hear people talk. I probably have said it a yeah. time or two. You know, nobody's doing anything. There's just too much. Mm-hmm. It's all going wrong. And, you know, to hear something mm-hmm. like this is such a light. Mm-hmm. Just, there's hope for And some what lucky people to fall into your mm-hmm. hands. Because to, other, to co- other counties don't have this. Like, we'll often get people that, like, get a DWI in Bear County. They live in Addisco, so sure. Comal. Sure. Could I go in this program? I'm like, no, it's just for the Bear County taxpayer. Yeah. So you have to be a resident of Bear County to avail yourself. But I often get calls from other judges, Uvalde, Comal, mm-hmm. Hayes, mm-hmm. Forest, Waco. They want to emulate this program. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling them, come yeah. down, shadow the program, have all our materials because it's the more people that can avail themselves in the judiciary, it's for the best. Like, I don't mind. I, I'll, I'll encourage anyone from anywhere. We even have someone from Washington that wanted to just, they oh, couldn't good. come down. So we, right. they were they were observing us on Zoom, right. you know. And, yeah, that's to me, that's great that, that they is. want to start this program. And because the need is truly great it out is. there. It it's is. Huge. But there is help. There really is. I know a lot of people don't know about these programs in the judiciary. But anyone can come. Anyone, and I do mean anyone listening, if you want to shadow this program, you are welcome to come down and sit and observe. You can do it by Zoom or you can do it in person. Amazing. And people are shocked about know, that. Right? The yeah. courthouse yeah. is open. Yeah. The, the courthouses absolutely have to be open. That is a law, right? So when COVID hit, the, uh, the, the judges wanted to keep doing you know, court has hearings, but how would we do that? So OCA was is, is the o, OCA stands for the Office of Court Administration mm-hmm. is housed in Austin, and it, it, it is it looms over every court in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. We get our direction from them. So they were telling us if we could be open to the public. So how could we continue, but the but satisfy the requirement that courts have to be open mm-hmm. to the public? Mm-hmm. So what they did is they gave every court, every judge in the state of Texas a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So if you go right now. To YouTube, just type in search bar Judge Lana Huff, and every morning at nine o'clock, I'm going to pop up because of that, so that people out there can still see me doing things in court. Because that's how important that courts have to be open to the that's public. Amazing. Like I'm right now, away. I'm telling you, just Google any judge, right. any judge across, and I tell people this is the best time ever. You could be right in your home and just be observing. Like, right. there's a friend I have, Judge Stephanie Boyd. She's yes. district court. Yes. She has the felonies. She just had a felony. It was a 
baby death man, she had like 2,000 people on her YouTube channel uh-huh. from all across America just watching what she was doing. Uh-huh. It is the most fascinating thing ever, my son says. That is so boring, mom. Who's watching that? I don't know. But on Friday, I had 380 people observing it. Like, some people out there finding it interesting, right, right. that I'm doing. I mean, every morning. Sure. So I don't know how much longer because we're, you know, we're coming out of COVID. Sure. But yeah, the you know, OCA gave that to us. And, yeah. and I think it's just a wonderful tool for people in the community. If you want to observe court proceedings, sure. you could just. Well, I, I will have that on my my uh, website and all. And so this is a good point because I, 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 I told you this 18 minutes was going to go quickly. But I want to make sure that everybody understands you can go to drpbetterlife.com, which is my website. I'm going to have all this information on so that you can link and, and watch the courts or, or others, as she's mentioned. I'll make sure all this is on there. So drpbetterlife.com. Do you have any um, resources that you want to put on? We're going to talk about your event. When we come back, we're we're going to spend some time on that event that you're doing. But uh, is there anything that you want, websites or anything that you would like to? Well, yeah, I mean, I have a link. I can send you the link if you want to post the link to that resource book I was talking about. I give it to people. Mm -hmm. It's a a digital link. Mm -hmm. I have hard copies also, but I can give um, um, Dr. Pinkinson the the digital link so that you can look through there. If you're interested in the Veterans Court or the DWI Court or the Drug Court, you you can digitally just go through it. And again, it's just a resource book because so it seemed to me that it was just a small percentage of people in yeah. Bear County even knew these, of these I programs. I didn't know this. And I feel like I know a lot. And I, did, I, I did not know this. So I'm, I'm going I mean, away. So some of the other judges in court don't even know. So I um. said, I wanted these booklets made. So we got like, say, 5,000 books made. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I wanted to distribute these books to all the judges all mm-hmm. over the courthouse. And I mean criminal and civil, even court of appeal. So I got high school kids and college kids from under underserved high schools Um, and they came we gave them a piece of party we gave them money a little tip at the end they loved I gave them a letter to take back to their principal and I told the judges hey today they're going to be high school and college kids delivering these resource books about the specialty court if you have time just took a few moments they're very excited to meet judges some have never met judges before and so we just turned it into a big event and the judges some of the like you said I've never heard some of the other judges thank you I know thank you for including me especially the judges on the fourth court of appeal you know juvenile judges Uh It was just like, I'm always thinking of things like to loop people into the community to what the judiciary is doing. You are amazing, my dear. Absolutely amazing. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Well, I am going to uh, pause here for just a moment. I am going to uh, pay homage to my uh, sponsor, Pinnacle Clinical Research. And you can find them at PinnacleResearch.com. Get a free fiber scan to rule out fatty liver, which one in three people uh, have. And that is very important Go get your fiber skin for free at PinnacleResearch.com. We're going to take a short break and come on the other side and talk about this wonderful event that Judge Hunt has Fatty liver is linked to two different situations, alcohol and diabetes or obesity. In both cases, patients can have no symptoms. In the United States and in particular, Texas, the most common cause of liver disease in general is non-alcoholic fatty liver. Again, associated with overweight, obesity, and or diabetes. Additional risk factors include high cholesterol, high blood pressure, Hispanic ethnicity, and postmenopausal status. At Pinnacle Clinical Research, we offer a quick, non-invasive, ultrasound-based screening assessment called FibroScan. 
This test is done at no cost to you, and we do not take insurance. The test will measure the fat and stiffness in your liver and state your risk and development of fatty liver disease. You will meet with a provider immediately following your scan to go over your results. If you're interested in getting more information on your liver health, please call 210-529-7978 and schedule your FibroScan today. We are conveniently located in the Medical Center at 5109 Medical Drive. Welcome back. I am Dr. Marianne Pinkston, and I am here with a very honored guest, uh, uh, Judge Yolanda Huff from the Bear County Court, District Court, do, well. County Court. County Court. County Court. I don't know. Where am I? Well, so, it, it, you're right. It's very confusing it, it, to the public, it, it right? Really is. And we were just talking about how you've got that handbook, and I'm going to put that on the website explaining where everybody is and what you're doing. It's just, you know, I may screw that, but nonetheless, you are so important, and I love your passion this morning. Thank you. Thank you. you have an event coming up that we need to highlight. People need to go to. Yes, that is the the mental health court is having its winter graduation ceremony. So each treatment court, each specialty court has two graduation ceremonies a year. So this is the winter one. We have thirty three individuals mm-hmm. graduating, and again, everyone, anyone in the community is welcome to come, and it's free. It will be at the neighborhood place. The neighborhood place is a is a repurposed. Um, Elementary school. Okay. And now they just let people, lots of um, nonprofits are, are located there, and they okay. have a big uh, arena that they let people for free. Yeah. Like, so I have my program. I have my graduation ceremony there. And so the address is there. It's off of okay. Reva Street. Is that is 9501? Oh, wow. Read yeah, the here, 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 here. There we go. There we go. Thirty fourteen. Thirty fourteen. Yes. Thirty fourteen. Yeah. That's Reba where it is. Thirty fourteen. Okay. The neighborhood so place. If you've never attended a, a, one of the special court graduations, here's your opportunity. It's ten thirty in the morning on December second. I mean, it is truly one of the most inspiring things you'll see in the judiciary. We're going to have um, newly elected Judge Peter Sakai. Mm-hmm. He's going to give a welcome to the um, audience there, people, because Judge Peter Sakai brought one of the very first specialty courts, and that was the CPS. They called it the Family Drug mm-hmm. Court, that, you know, parents or um, fathers, moms are in CPS. Mm-hmm. But the, but the specialty courts helped them get out of that situation much sooner than the regular way. Right. Say, for instance, if it took you a year to 18 months to get your kids back, if you choose to move your case to the to the specialty court, mm-hmm. the Family Drug Court, you mm-hmm. can get your kids back as quickly as six months. Wow. And okay. I, I know this because I used to mm-hmm. practice. I used to do CPS cases before Judge Takai. Wow. I did CPS okay. cases for over 22 years. Represent a lot of children, yeah, and and then I did criminal. So when I when I and I was one of the defense attorneys in the felony drug court. So when I ran for that bench, kind of court twelve, it had the mental health court. But I knew right away that I wanted to preside over that mental health court and all the improvements I could make to it. I'm yes. amazed and so glad you did. <laughs> and so I don't think anybody out there now, after hearing this, can ever say that we are doing absolutely nothing in this town for people because I've heard that a million times. And in it, there is something. I mean, I, I'll say something. to it, you know when I present, like, look, if you enter the judiciary with unique issues, and it's not violent, people cannot avail themselves of this. In fact, you cannot. If someone has like a violent offense, an assault, or murder, this is not the permit. Sure, These are sure. unique issues like alcohol, drugs, you know, substance abuse, mm-hmm. mental health. Thing, things of that nature, veterans. These programs are there, and they're completely volunteer. I cannot make anyone. Sure. I cannot order anyone. You have to say on the record, I want 
the help for my mental health issues, Joshua. Mm-hmm. And then you're in the program. And then I want, I like to be very upfront with them and tell them how intense, how hard the program is. So mm-hmm. they'll know what they're getting into. Like, so they won't be able to say, no one told me this. No, I want you to read over every condition of what we're going to require of you. Sure. And it's going to be hard, but you know what? It's going to be worth it. Well, kudos <laughs> to those who chose to do yeah. it. And yeah, they do. It we we almost have a waiting list. Like there's so I'm many sure. people that want to get into it. I am sure. And thank God for that. And so really kudos to the people who are going to cross your stage with that and and graduate from this because that is a lot of hard work. Really but, is. But I even could. more kudos to you guys for being patient enough and and uh, you know of sound mind to put these people through this and let them let them have a shot. Yes, it's really about it that. Truly is. It, it is. really is. And this is these are things that the judiciary all across the state of Texas, all across America. It's just it's just not Bear County. In fact, I I like to give the history that I don't know if you guys remember, I'm dating myself here, that back in the 80s and the 90s, the sentiment of America was build more prisons, lock them right. up for longer. Yeah. Nobody's really treating the, the, sure. the issue. Sure. So this one law professor in Florida said, why don't we really treat people that have j- drug or these issues, mm-hmm. why don't we treat them? and not? Because if you send someone to prison that has a heroin mm-hmm. and for six years, guess what? They're coming back out of prison with a heroin addict exactly. and a better criminal. Right. How do we How do we right. get them really on their that's feet so, so that they don't keep cycling in and out? So, true. so that's the first, the drug court was born. Now we have, in Bear County, we have 14 specialty courts. In the state of Texas, we have almost 800. Across t- the whole America, we have probably close to 5,000 specialty courts in the world because they're everywhere, Canada, Mexico, New Zealand. And so we have this big conference. It's called the National Association of Drug Court Professionals, and it's going to be in Houston. Mm-hmm. So every year they have four locations in America, Washington, D.C., Nashville, Tennessee, Anaheim, and Houston, Texas. Gotcha. So I've been to Na- I've been to Nashville, but I just went there this summer. I've been to D.C. twice. I've never been to Anaheim, and I'm so happy that it's going to be in Houston this year. Absolutely. Close and to that Anaheim. is the biggest conference mm-hmm. I've ever. It's like close to 10,000 people wow. dealing with these, these programs. And how do we, again, help these individuals with these unique issues that are entering the judiciary? Well, and I also go. get this thing of people say, well, what, do you, what about someone who's not in the, in, you know, in, in the you know, arrest. I said, well, there are many programs out there. Sure. We have the Center for Healthcare Services. That's mm-hmm. their main focus. Mm-hmm. That's the local mental health authority for Bear County, sure. dealing with mental health issues. But this is what the judiciary is doing for, for programs that enter with these unique issues. Wow. Well, I'm amazed and impressed, and thank you. I'm honored, absolutely above all of that. I am honored that you came on today. And, oh, thank you for and, having and me. I really this appreciate it. Absolutely. I People really appreciate it. I really do. You got it. Thank you, audience, for listening. Yeah, and staying with us. So, again, all this information will be on drpbetterlife.com, which is, we have the, the radio show that it will air here in San Antonio, but please know this is going to be podcasted and sent to my YouTube channel. You can find all of the links at drpbetterlife.com. I will have all of this information that uh, she has given us and, and reviewed and uh, have that there for you so you can go look at all these wonderful resources, especially to get involved. And that is what we need all of you to do. So I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Thank you very much. Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. And again, thank you, Judge, for being thank on. You. And thank you. Have a wonderful week. Thank you. You've been enjoying The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. For more information, go to DRP, The Better Life, Life.com. That's drpthebetterlife.com. And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.